0: Hi, Jennifer!
1: Hello, Richard. How, How are, are you? you? I'm doing fabulous today.
0: That's so good. Uh, I, I know you're curious about my backdrop. I am. I was just talking about connecting the dots. You see all those uh, dots back there? Yeah. They're all connected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, you know, there are people that listen in. They're this or that. No, what's funny about
0: this backdrop is that people will recognize it and you will not. But people who are tuning in for the first time or, you know, the hundredth time, they're going to recognize this backdrop, which relates to the person we're going to invite to come and talk to us today. Okay, good. Now, do you remember who we talked to last week? King. Larry King. Okay, very good. And last week he said that he would be ready this week. So Luana, is that the case? in the green room.
1: Yeah, he is. Sorry. <laughs> he wasn't ready last week. And I then I was wondering why. Like I anyway, go ahead.
0: No, no. I'm just saying, is he in is he in the green room? That's a joke. You know, you, you're oh, off yeah. camp.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so does he want to talk to us this week?
1: Yeah. Okay, very
0: good. This backdrop is his backdrop.
1: Got it. Well uh, I kind of figured that after you said who did we talk to last week? I'm like, oh but that's funny (laughs) well
0: so sir thank you first of all thank you for showing up um and what are your impressions of what we're doing here in terms of your long and you know his
1: storied career that's the word i'm looking for i do not judge how you do it or who accepts it i find it very interesting i find it interesting about how you're able to connect to the class
0: it is interesting. Well, let's talk about that a little bit, which is about process. Now, Jennifer and I have been doing this on, on air for about a year, actually exactly a year, where we do these episodes live. Uh, I know you did some podcasting yourself, but the idea is we discovered somewhere along the line in our relationship over the past five or six years that when Jennifer and I got together, other people seemed to be in the room while we were chatting. And she would say, oh, I'm seeing so-and-so and so-and-so. And, so. and I started asking about the process. Well, how are they aware that we were chatting? And then it's centered on my friend Luana, who Luana Anders. People know that she turned me on to this research, and I'm still working on it, even though she left the planet in 1996.
1: But so I, she, did the, I did the event last night, I always ask them to help. And every time I ask them in the middle of the day, to help me with an event or to help me with readings or whatever, I knock it out of the park. It well, that's was, great. It is because I just asked him, like, were you there? And he said, yes. Because I wanted to see, if, you know, who was there. I didn't. Yeah, know well, how it went, went. yeah. But it yeah. was fascinating to me. Well, just tell us a little bit about these events you've been doing, which
0: you were saying it's five five people in a so group. Or...
1: For an hour and 15 minutes, I take five people, and it's social distancing. And they wear the masks, um, and it's usually like a, couple sisters and then there's two separate chairs for individuals and and then the next hour and 15 minutes I do it so I start at six and I end a little bit after nine usually um and it's just so great and I just see what comes in I'm like okay they I usually start with names and then we go on to you know somebody said well I don't have really any dead people over there I'm like let me guess. You want to talk about your relationship? You just like I get information right away because I'm like, we could talk about anything, and they're they're fascinated. People want that. They want to be more connected to the universe more so than I've ever seen. And um, but I ask the class to be there to help moderate and to keep things in order, and they make it funny. They make it entertaining always. It's super Very good.
0: Funny. Well, and so in reference to today's group meeting, uh, Larry, of course, because you were somebody who met everybody <laughs> on the planet, basically, talked to them, interviewed them. Um, please don't mind if I'm going to ask you some questions about your journey and your past. Please fix it. And, and if you could... You can put them in Luana's mind. She can put them in Jennifer's mind or however you want to communicate. If you figured out how to do that
1: now. We're in a baseball cap. That's
0: interesting. Okay. Baseball cap. Is it his local favorite team?
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Okay. Take a look at the cap. What's the name of the team?
1: I don't know. I can't. It wouldn't be the Mets. No. Um, why do I want to say the
0: Say it. I heard it right there. You're just about to say it. The Dodgers, but I Thank said... Thank you. All right. Don't, don't, judge don't judge it. Don't judge it. Don't judge it. I am just now proving to the audience, beyond a shadow of a doubt, she's talking to Larry King, who was a lifelong Dodger fan. What? Okay. All right.
1: Larry... In- well,
0: well, yeah, it
1: started in New York. Okay, don't,
0: whatever. Don't, yeah, don't judge. Larry started off in Brooklyn. Okay. So I want to ask him... I'm going, to ta- I'm going to ask you questions about your lifetime, but I also want to ask about crossing over and what that was like. But let's just, let's start with crossing over. Uh, I know I asked you last week briefly who was there to greet you or what was the process? What was your experience crossing over?
1: He says it was not bad. Oh, wow. He said it was a chance to feel more love than I've ever felt here.
0: Okay, and that was your experience?
1: At, he, said, he said all at once. So all and, at
0: once. And who uh, in your lifetime was there to greet you? Or the first person you saw?
1: Did I say My- Michael Jackson before?
0: You did. You did say Michael Jackson. So...
1: Join up again, and then... Hold on.
0: But the question was, Larry, um, you saw... You say you mentioned Michael Jackson, but before we get to that... Oh, well, he's mom... His mom. Like, okay, very good.
1: And then his daughter and son, I want to say.
0: Yes, that's correct. Okay, I'm, I'm saying yes, that's correct. He, he lost a da- daughter and a son who died.
1: Right, recently, though. Like one Yeah, of them
0: recently. that's and correct. They were both in their 60s. Um,
1: way too young. He way missed, too young. He missed them terribly.
0: Oh, that's sweet.
1: And then there was like either a first wife or something like that.
0: That's possible. Uh, his children, Andy and Kaya. Andy was 65 and Kaya was 51.
1: That's so young. She's just a year. Wow.
0: He mentioned that it was uh, one of those things where, you know, a parent shouldn't have to bury a child. Um, wow. But he he had those kids with the same mom who he married two times. Now, Larry, let's just talk a little bit about your married life, can not we? What do, you want to tell, what do you want to say about your many wives?
1: I don't know. What Did he get married? Like, hold on. I'm laughing because I saw number eight.
0: That, no that is correct. He was married eight times.
1: Shut the front door. I'm like, there's <laughs> no way you've been married eight times.
0: He was I'm married not, eight I'm times.
1: I'm like, he's got to be like five times. Because I'm, I'm, I'm like telling him, he's got to be I I swear I had no way. Obviously, I don't know. And if anybody's seen me look down, I'm, see, just so you know.
0: So he he was married eight.
1: Eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was married eight times to seven women, and one of them, the the mom of Andy and Kaya, uh, he he married twice. They got back together two times, and um, so uh, that's a question for you. I asked him so
1: like, was he, she the love of your life? And he's like, well, I did marry her twice, but he said he, she was on the upper up, like on the upper of the wives. I guess the upper
0: upper level of wives that he liked. He's so what was that about? Let me
1: ask. He goes, I interviewed all of them.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So that's a question. Now, let me ask you there. Are you aware of whether or not you had already planned this lifetime in advance? Were they part of a group of people who had already agreed or volunteered to be a mate of yours?
1: Unfortunately for them, yes.
0: <laughs> well, they must have. They must.
1: He's he showing me the exchange, though. It helped. Hold on help them get to where they needed to go too. And
0: I understand. Sure. You
1: like showing me like it was almost like a launching pad for several of them, I guess. Okay, very good.
0: Let's talk about you and your launching pad, if we can. If you want to show Jennifer, um, after you left Brooklyn,
1: did he, work, did he work with newspaper? Well, obviously he's a news reporter, but newspapers? Did he have a paper out? Hold on.
0: Is that what he's showing you? It's possible.
1: Showing me. I'm, com- I'm not, com- well, he showed me radio, like he showed me radio, but then it feels like news radio or like music. Politics
0: sure. at one point. Well, we're going to go back earlier. So back in Brooklyn, when you first came on the planet um, and you eventually moved to a city, another city in the country from, from New York because there were radio opportunities there and that was in Miami
1: okay i would go to chicago but miami. you would think
0: but he was told by somebody a friend of his that uh, there were opportunities down in miami went down there and started working in a radio show a radio uh, studio cleaning up and then one day the guy didn't wow. show up and they popped him in this is like in the 1950s they popped wow. him in sorry that's awesome and you're one of your first guests. Now he's not a, somebody who's been in our class. We haven't talked to him. But one of your first guests was a singer that was in Miami, and I wonder if you can, if you can pop that into Jennifer's mind or the song that he used to sing.
1: I don't know. I want to sing "La La La Vamba" or something like that? Or <laughs>
0: uh, okay, <laughs> of course we could be we could so be doing me, this for 19- Let me
1: you, let me tell you what I'm seeing. I'm seeing Elvis, but it's not Elvis. So it felt like it was somebody like Very good. Elvis.
0: It's somebody like Elvis. His name is Bobby Darren.
1: I would have never known that.
0: And that was one of his first... I've got a moth over here. That was one of his first uh, first interviews. And then Jackie Gleason opened up his theater in Miami. And then because of all the guests that he had, then his show took off. Now, it was a radio show that he did, uh, you know, all the way... I mean, he did radio. And then 1978 to 1984, he did something called... The Larry King Show, which was on radio like all night long. Now I have a question for you. Um, other than this is your life, right? Like it's, I know you know your life, and this is not that interesting to you. But are you have you have you run into Jackie Gleason since you've been over there?
1: Yes, he has. But he also talked to him after he passed.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, after he passed. Oh, after Jeff. Ja- no,
1: no. no, after Jackie passed.
0: Okay. What do you, what happened? Was it a dream or when you had psychics on your show quite often?
1: It was a dream. It felt like more of a dream too. And what yeah. did he, and he just showed me James Van Prock. So I, either John Edward, I know I have heard physically have heard because John Edward said he owed his career, I think, or somebody said that he owed his Yeah, career.
0: he did. That's right. King, Larry King. To Larry King. That Let's is correct.
1: conscious information that I have actually heard
0: of. Well, the weird but. thing about James von Prague is that I heard James von Prague on Larry's show, and I got Charles Groden to invite him onto his show because I was working on the show. And that's when we first talked to Luana. We had a conversation with James von Prague live on the air, and Luana came through clear as bell, okay. talked to me about the martini glasses that I have in my kitchen, and mentioned a photograph that's on our fridge. Which, when I put the photograph, I went up, it, it was a picture of me and her in Rome having cappuccino. And I said, Oh my God, the essence of our relationship. C- Cappuccinos laughing, you know, and really having a great time. And then when James Van Prague was on the air, and if you look at Martini Zone and, and search for James Van Prague, you'll see him on Charles Grodin saying, in essence, that she's saying that photograph is the essence of your relationship. So, For me, that was the first time I had a ding in my head where I went, Well, she must still exist. If she could say that.
1: And you got the chills as well.
0: That's correct. And James Van Prague said that chill thing that you get, he didn't call it that. He went that thing in the back of your neck that you're getting right now. That's her in the room. So now whenever I get that, I think, (laughs) lottery. I always know
1: who's here. Because when I (laughs) there's times where when I'm not working, but I'm still tapping in. You know, to whatever. Um, like I was working with the FBI the other morning. Um, anyway, doing surveillance, but whatever. We they caught the guy. I was just very happy. Oh, good. Was, okay, I'm glad. My job is to make sure they don't die of fentanyl. So before they make a bust, I before they make a bust, I tell them where to go or what to look at. And sure enough, so what, can I just tell you something that was really interesting? Please, yeah. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. I told her. I said you know, there's something, I see this French bulldog, there's like a, there's a bulldog, but I don't think it's a, I'm like, you have to understand if I'm seeing a French bulldog, it has this big collar, you know, Um, I'm like, I don't think there is a dog. She's, well, we've been doing surveillance for like a year and a half on this guy. It's a huge fentanyl dealer. And she's like, uh, we haven't seen a dog. I'm like, just be, if you, it could be a, a guy that's there, his name, like there's something very specific about that. Well, when they did the bust and everything, they went up to his room, and he had a bedroom duvet that had two bulldogs on it with those collars, those chokers. Wow. So, it just, like, interpretation, this is what we go through. And they're like, I don't even know why I'm kidding. All right, I want you
0: to hold that thought, because we're going to come back to it at the end of the show. Well, uh, I, the reason. Okay. But go ahead, finish. Finish the thought. But the dogs, the bulldogs, are very key to the end of the show. Okay. Okay, so okay. I but I appreciate you mentioning that because that would remind me not to forget to ask you a question. So, Larry, back to you if you don't mind. I'm sorry. Did you want to finish that thought about the? No, ovaries? I just
1: connected it to Lady Gaga.
0: Okay, that's the question. That's the question at the end of the show.
1: Right. Okay. So,
0: do you know why?
1: I I briefly. I never. Like, this happened two days ago with my FBI agents, but I never connected it to what happened to her. I just found out this morning.
0: Okay, as did I. Basically. And I thought I thought we could explore that. Okay. okay. And I thought what we'll, we'll do is... I didn't a...
1: read the article. I just saw a little headline. I know
0: a little bit about the information, but we have a friend on the flip side who is a dog. And we will <gasps> ask him... Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll ask Hira for help. Okay. But let's put that to the end. Larry, I hope you don't mind. We, we, we took a brief commercial break there. Larry, back to you, my friend.
1: That's much more interesting.
0: <laughs> it is, but we're going to get to that. So I, I, Larry, what's your opinion of Bernie Madoff from the flip side?
1: He's laughing. He's like, he doesn't do anything that he did there over there. Oh,
0: um, so you mean his higher self is not a thief.
1: No one is.
0: That's profound. Because, Larry, you lost $2.8 million to Bernie over here.
1: He literally took his shoulders and went like that. that I have seen him where his shoulders are up like that when he interviews. I think
0: it's brilliant. It's brilliant, and I really appreciate you saying that. Because people would naturally assume that you were still angry about it or still pissed at him. But instead, you said the really profound thing, which is over here, he's not a thief.
1: And money doesn't work over here.
0: Very good. I appreciate that. Uh, I know a lot of people are not be able to wrap their minds around it. But in a nutshell, we only bring a small per- or, or a percentage of our conscious energy to a life. And the rest of it's home. So you can actually have conversations with people who are still on the planet. Speaking of conversations with people who are off the planet... Uh there's quite a few people in our class that we've interviewed in our books Backstage Past to the Flip Side One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm. Who Larry, you Robin just, Robin just went,
1: pick me, pick me.
0: <laughs> okay, very good. So
1: I have no Robin, idea what you Robin. Doing
0: Robin what what would you like? Oh, well, I, I hadn't I hadn't thought to ask him about Robin, but uh, please, of course. Robin, you're up. What would you like to say, brother?
1: It's like it's about time. He's so funny. <laughs> oh hold on a second. I, somebody started singing happy birthday and then Luana started singing happy birthday. And then I remembered it's your birthday that's coming up. They're early. They're early. I know they're early. No, no, but I
0: appreciate it because of course that's what they're referring to. And they put it in your mind so that you could say it.
1: Yeah. I I mean, that's lovely.
0: Right. Robin. I've never
1: heard a whole class start singing. I wish you could hear (laughs) singing. That's funny. Um, (laughs)
0: Who's off key? (laughs) Robin. Robin. So Robin, you got your hand up, bro. Step in. This is your chance. You got Larry King. Larry, ask Robin a question, would you? Oh, hold on a second.
1: He loved the way that he goes. He said he was there when we were explaining love, when we talked about love. Now he's pointing at me in my mind's eye. So this is like he puts me, a picture of me in here. So I'm sure this might have to do with me and what we discussed earlier.
0: And by earlier, you mean like a week or two ago. We talked about love, about Robin's idea that we should love love.
1: Thank you. Love never dies. Love never and dies. I was told that by a friend, and now he reiterated it again. Love never dies. So, Larry, what's your question? What would. What's like a- if you treat love like money, and you would, in order to get. To receive love, you have to give it away, just like, with my, like it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, some people wanna hoard all the money, right? Some people wanna hoard all the love. Some people need a lot of love, uh, which is, okay, thank you. The lack of love is judgment. Love never dies, it just moves on to another person, but it never fully leaves a person. So like, even if you're in a different relationship or even if you move on and you have a breakup or whatever you want to call it, you'll always, they'll always have a, there'll always be a thank you. There'll always be a frequency, just like we talk about the frequency of your calling card to the to the afterlife. They say the same thing here and it's a push pull and the reason why you think about them is because they're thinking about you, but eventually you're able to, It, it's still there, but you're everything's gonna be fine. Like everything's, you just have to know that everything's gonna be fine. The universe has something so much bigger and better for whoever's, for all that's involved in any relationship. And I've always said this, like you have to treat every relationship like a sacred relationship. You should.
0: Yeah, you should. Hello, all right. Larry, do you have a question for Robin that Jennifer can ask?
1: He told me to ask Robin when did he know that he wanted to be in television?
0: Good question, sir Robin. What's the answer? When he used to
1: watch Lucy.
0: Okay, we're going to do some round robin questions. Larry, oh, so
1: cool. what was Lucy. that's
0: so cool? Larry, what was the most profound uh, experience that happened in your lifetime, the whole lifetime, in terms of change of who you were from A to B?
1: each one of his marriages. <laughs> okay. Kidding. Hold on. though. that was just funny. That was just the first thing he showed me. All right. Hold on. He says when his mother passed, he had something profound happen to him after his mother passed. And he was able to, then it's not that he didn't believe in things before, but he was definitely, I wanted to explore that. He says,
0: okay. Um, I know your dad, Aaron, died when you were nine years old, and that was a very difficult a heart attack. No, that was a difficult thing. So when you saw your dad on the flip side, Larry, what was that like, that kind of reunion?
1: A long one. Long but instant. Just the embrace of how hard my dad work, worked and the stress that he had. And he didn't eat that well, he says.
0: In terms of, and look, people always ask you about your favorite interview. I won't ask you that. I know that you became friends with some of your interviewers. You famously kissed Brando on the lips. He's somebody we interviewed in the class. Uh, Nelson Mandela, Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. Who should we bring forward that you'd like to ask a question or two to?
1: Michael Jackson.
0: Okay, very good. And you mentioned Michael last week, and so you mentioned him this week. What would you like us to ask Michael on your behalf? In other words, you're you're interviewing Michael, we're asking the question, and he's Michael's putting the answer in Jennifer's mind.
1: He wants to ask Michael, what is the what is the difference of how he was, how he is here versus how he was on earth?
0: Excellent question, of course. And Michael, what's your answer to that, sir? He
1: said the answer is love. There's pure love over there and understanding.
0: Pure love and understanding. If you could just describe what love means or, I mean, we've asked before. It's a good question. What's your definition of love, Michael or Larry?
1: Larry said, I equated love to getting married. (laughs) And then we'll go back to that. He's so funny that way. Um, And Michael, it's okay. I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. Thank you. It's not explaining how to be love or not explaining. So his definition of love, say it one more time. Sorry. I don't have to explain who, how, or what to love. I just have to be. Be. Just to be. Just to be love. I don't have to. It doesn't come with an identity. So, Larry, if I may, what was your... <laughs> Sorry, I have the chills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Larry, what was your uh, life review like? Your your This review for life? <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, that's fudging fascinating, sorry, hold on. Better than you can ever explain it. It gave, he said it gave me the most joy. And so he's showing me like how all the interviews, all the, you know, like it was kind of like interviewing people, like everything that he did was shown to him all at once, all the emotions, nothing had to be separated. And and it was instantaneous.
0: So Um, like a, a download of all those interviews you did, was it, did you feel like you were in a place when this happened, like somewhere or was it just simultaneous?
1: We'll get to that in a second. But he said, because it wasn't famous people necessarily. It was all the people that I touched outside of that. I know. He's like, and there's no hierarchy. There's no famous people over there. Well, it's
0: important to repeat. Because people tuning this in, they're going to see that byline, you know, we talked to Larry King, they're going to go, oh, this is a celebrity roast. But what you're saying is there is no hierarchy on the flip side. Is that correct?
1: There is no hierarchy hierarchy on the flip side.
0: Everyone's just a light or equal or –
1: and they're all laughing, not equal.
0: <laughs> so everybody has a, a an ego or an emotion or something associated. Right. They,
1: have, they have an understanding. They have an okay. understanding.
0: But you do appreciate certain people in different ways. Is that correct? Like you might consider no, them. You
1: know, see, there's nothing separate. So, so like. They adjust their frequencies to whoever, they adjust to whoever they're talking to or to whoever, like there's no, obviously there's no talking. It's just projecting thoughts, but we don't have to worry about being separated. It's like, he's showing me the universe, how all the stars and everything is like, how the universe is made up of stars, but then the entanglement with like black matter in between like let's just say that it connected like all the stars connected and he goes that's what it feels like it's, it feels like home like there's just everything's connected if people could only understand that on earth to have that feeling where you from the inside where you're connected to you know the mountains the sea he's showing the mountains and the ocean and um you know people he said you'd you wouldn't feel so alone. I know that sounds like a-
0: No, no, it's beautifully put, Larry. And I appreciate it. Jennifer, you translated that for him. It's really beautifully put, how connected we are to everything, the planet, everything on the planet, every being on the planet, every star that's in the universe. We're connected to it in a, almost like a matrix like you know, entanglement where entanglement Things can be separated in great distances, but they are identical when you react, they react to each other. So there is no separation. And I
1: I asked him, I said, when the planet hurts, do you hurt? And he said, absolutely.
0: Okay, so so Larry, let's talk about our future on the planet. Uh, How can we? He said, good luck. (laughs) Well, What's give us some advice? You have a better perspective than we do. What's your advice on how to help our planet? Huh, it's a little strong. <laughs> well, share, please. It's okay. We'll break it down.
1: Well, I want to make sure that I'm getting this right. It's so profound. Um, he said, Care as if you know that you're not care as if you know with certainty that you will not have oxygen later on.
0: No, I understand. I understand the import of that. I was writing something on Quora the other day and somebody was asking me a question about, you know, people talking about this sort of thing. And I literally wrote that sentence, literally wrote the sentence. If you can imagine that trees.
1: Yeah. He showed me trees and the lack, like
0: if you do not, plant a trillion trees and it's not a number of nothing if you do not plant a trillion trees you will not have enough oxygen to breathe so that's how important it is what he's saying it's not like oh climate change fix it he's saying and correct me if i'm wrong larry if you want oxygen to breathe plant a trillion trees or or what should we do
1: Start off with a trillion and see how things start changing.
0: Very good. Because they estimate there's three trillion trees on the planet. And it was a tree. It was an interview with a tree who said, if you plant more trees, you create more oxygen. And the climate changes. The heat level comes down because there's more oxygen. It cools the planet, et etc. et cetera. He was saying the process is not that hard to figure out. But obviously, we have an impossible time trying to figure it out. Any messages for your children, Uh, Larry Jr., Chance, or Cannon?
1: Okay. He just showed me, like, how many kids did you have? And he's like, five.
0: He did. That's correct. He had five and two passed.
1: Right. Does that equal four left?
0: No, that equals three left.
1: I know. I was just (laughs) being blonde and kidding. Come on. Um, Okay. Give me their names again. uh.
0: Larry Jr.,
1: He's like, poor kid. Yes.
0: Ch- Chance
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Cannon. They're younger. Larry's closer to my age. Now, I don't, know if, I don't know if you can get them to watch this, Larry. I don't know if you can tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, tune in to Martini Zone or HackingTheAfterlife.com and check this out. But I got a message for you. They
1: have what their is- ways. They have their ways. But he said he wants to tell Larry not to give up. What? on running the philanthropy side of the work.
0: That's okay, That uh, you wouldn't know that, but another verification for the people listening out there, Larry created a heart, after his heart attack, he created a foundation to help with heart. And so he's specifically talking to his son about running that organization, I would guess, or maybe there's other area, other philanthropic Great. things he's doing.
1: It feels like with artwork too. Oh, interesting. Or
0: or the arts. The The arts. arts. Okay. And in terms Uh of his little little ones, Chance and Cannon, who will run into this in whatever year.
1: Okay. I just need to make sure that I'm seeing this right. Well, their mom, Sean. Okay. But hold on. Tell them to grow up and be better. Be better. I'm like, are you sure you're not saying, tell them not to grow up so fast. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no. Tell them to take more responsibility in their own welfare. How old are they?
0: I should have, I should have looked up 40, their ages.
1: twenty. I mean, I
0: saw a picture of them as young kids, but I don't know how long ago that was taken. But do you mean be better than you were? Or be better?
1: we like 20s. It feels like, tw- I don't know. It felt 20s. But... um. Like not to give into like social society stuff, like that kind of thing. Don't um, get
0: caught up in.
1: Exactly. Don't s- don't get caught up. Just demand more of yourself. Okay.
0: Very good. Uh, Larry, anything else you want to say to our class, or before we we have a couple other things to chat about?
1: He said, "I think this was fascinating." I look forward to helping you more execute faster. He said for me, <laughs> but like when you ask those questions. You're like, okay, how Larry ask a question? I'm like, what? You know, yes, I know. I, but I, I constructed I, it what? that way. Yeah. I, why not? Because I'm not going to come up. I you know. Well, it's
0: a little bit like when I interviewed you in Italian and you were like, I don't speak Italian. I'm like, it doesn't matter. People on the flip side do and they can answer with an image. So but th- that's we're talking about process here, and so yes, in that weird construct. Oh, speaking of constructs, what are you doing for leisure time, Larry? I know you've only been there a little bit, but we've talked to people who play golf, we talked to people who play football, who go to the racetrack. Uh-huh.
1: Hold on, he's like, I felt like I could go and leave the planet because the Dodgers won. That was <laughs> that's funny. That's so funny.
0: That's a great quote. Win the World Series, Onto the flip side.
1: No. Because when I'm he out. asked me that, he showed me his baseball hat again, but I never looked to see what it was. And I just, I'm sorry, I thought the whole Dodger thing, because I'm like, but, and I love the Dodgers. It has nothing to do with that. I'm like, he's been in New York, so why would I, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. He was a uh,
0: lifelong Dodger fan.
1: But, okay, hold on. He's like, I'm learning how to play baseball. <laughs>
0: Are you so? Are and are you playing with other people? Who are you playing with?
1: Um, He's showing me Jackie Robinson.
0: Jackie Robinson, don't judge it. A famous Dodger. Oh wait, did Jackie play the Dodgers? I'm sorry. Apologies. Forty two.
1: He's African African American.
0: Forty two. No, it's Jackie Robinson. Okay. And because we we chatted with Jackie briefly, briefly, long time ago. Many, you know, one of a couple of our books ago, but that's wonderful. And so let's just talk about process, which yeah. is, are you, th- are you throwing a mental ball to him? Is he throwing a mental ball back to you? A construct of a baseball? Are you seeing him in uniform or are you seeing him?
1: In... I saw Jackie Robinson in uniform. Okay. And not Larry, but I saw Larry with like blueprints. Like, so hold on.
0: With blue pants, did you say? Like in a uniform?
1: No. Like.
0: Blueprints.
1: Like architecture.
0: Architecture. Okay. Like blueprints. That's the mental construct of how you create the baseball game. We've talked about this. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you're working on, we talked to Art Bell or I talked to Art Bell. He talked about creating a.
1: Don't remember.
0: Well, yeah. I talked to Art Bell through Heather Wade, who was uh, the person who took over the show but on Live on the Air, we talked about how he has created a, a sound stage, an analog uh, radio station where he's a DJ and he plays the music from his 60s when he's growing up because he remembers all the songs. So uh, that's why I asked, are you doing any kind of leisure thing or creating and then
1: things? When they, they come down, and they go watch the baseball players there, like down here.
0: Down here. So like somebody's playing a game, you guys, come on, let's go sit in the upper deck.
1: Precisely. Yes.
0: <laughs> I always wonder why the upper deck's seems crowded. <laughs> of course, we can't see him. Well, that's interesting. That's an unusual construct. I like that. Are you surprised? Have you been surprised by anybody you saw on the flip side?
1: It's so funny that your cat. Is that your cat? That yeah, just that, that was
0: our cat that just meowed. Okay, Obviously, and I was
1: surprised. She about, liked the question. I. He said that I was surprised about all the animals.
0: Oh, surprise about all the animals. All right, Larry, that's our segue.
1: The love that comes from them. I'm sorry, say again. The love that comes from animals on the other side. The love that comes from
0: animals. That's that's cool.
1: cool. And then planning your next life with them. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Planning your next life with them. All right, that's a lovely segue for us, Larry. We're going to now ask uh, for a friend of ours, Hira, a dog that Jennifer and I have spoken to a number of times. I love and because we've had this conversation with him so many times, let's say I feel confident at least that I can ask him some questions. So is Hira Lou, do you mind sitting with Hira, putting him in your yeah, lap?
1: Before we start this, yeah, yeah. Ira, but before we start this, I need to give you the, con- the, uh,
0: the, the story as it's been told. And this is why we're going to ask Hira about it.
1: Okay.
0: The story as it's been told is, uh, the, the, uh, The owner is in Europe working on a film and the dog walker was walking all three of the dogs, which are French bulldogs, just like you mentioned earlier. And two of them were kidnapped, two of them were taken. Um, And the dog walker was shot apparently four times, is recovering, is in stable condition at this moment. The third dog, Miss Asia, as she's called, She stayed behind and stayed with the guy. But Koji and Gustav have been taken away. And so now the question would be, because obviously it's very stressful for this person, this actress, singer. I don't, I just saying her name, it feels like I'm being exploitive. But I'm just trying to say, look, she's very adamant about trying to get these pet's back. So what kind of information can we give her if we can? And Hyra, this is why I asked you to come forward because we've had conversations with you and maybe you're not aware of this, but Luana, is this something we can chat about or is this not something we should chat about?
1: Um, yeah, no, we should.
0: Okay. Lou, let's, I'll leave it with your hands. How should we address this? Should we be talking about who was the person? because this is the kind of work that Jennifer does.
1: I felt Russian, believe it or not. Okay,
0: don't judge it. I yeah. think the actual perpetrator was an African-American.
1: I don't know that for a fact, but, you're, I, but I, what you're saying I'm is the person- seeing, I'm, I'm seeing the aftermath, like so- Skip down, yes. And
0: the person who ordered the abduction, okay, is a, is this, does this person have any connection to the owner whatsoever? owed money or thinks they're owed money or is this just purely a
1: I've been watching the dog walker but let me just go through my process Um, I do feel like this one worked for or knew her the person that took the dogs the person
0: who did the shooting or took the dogs knew her or now, what are you seeing that makes you say worked for her? Are you seeing them connected
1: some way? I'm asking, I'm asking the question, you know, I think like with what you just asked, did this person feel like they were owed, owed money? Did they feel like, you know, and I'm like, did they know, like everybody knows who this person is, but you know, that everybody knows who this person is, but does this person actually know the person that shot? Like personally? Yeah, no. That's my question. That's what I was asking. Um, Yeah,
0: but may, in an ancillary way, like person knows somebody who knows somebody.
1: And I just, so I see the blog going like this, like as if it's on, like on a boat almost. Like it's very right now.
0: Okay, so Hira, let's help us with this. All right, so there are two Koji and Gustav, and they're uh, they're being held on a boat. Possibly is that what you're saying? Right now, you they're just on a boat. Okay, and Feels now like let's a boat underneath. Yeah. Let's just focus on where the boat is. Don't focus on why or how or who owns the boat. Just focus on where the boat is. Is the boat in Southern California? Is the boat at sea? Is the boat docked in a harbor, Marina del Rey, San Pedro?
1: It feels like we left. I don't
0: know if I saw Santa Monica, but Santa Monica doesn't have boats. Yes, it does. Santa yeah. Monica has boats. Well, there's different parts of the sh- there's boats off the shore, right? And there's people that go through Marina Del Rey and go out to sea. But let's clarify, and Hira, help us. Luana, help us. Are these dogs on a boat, or is it the rocking motion of being in a truck and rolling around
1: inside of a truck? That's interesting, let me check. I'm feeling water more.
0: Water more. All right, let's just focus on the craft. Is it a big craft or a small craft? Give
1: me a second. I don't know. I saw a yacht, but I don't. I can't even. Don't act. judge
0: it. Don't be. Don't judge it. The, now I want you to look at the yacht for a second. Okay. Look, <laughs> I sound like a prosecutor. Now look at the yacht. Um, a name. First letter of the yacht is what letter? Don't judge. Whatever comes to mind. First letter of this boat is almost feels like princess. Okay, and so is it princess? Is it princess in, in English or another language? A cat playing the piano.
1: It feels like either a prince, maybe not princess, but a prince it could be in a different Prince
0: language. or princess. Let me ask you, is the name of the owner prince or princess or is the name of the boat prince or princess?
1: Could
0: be the name of the owner. Could be the name of the owner. The reason I ask is because there's a strip along Marina Del Rey that has yachts from around the world that come here and they're very big and they're very expensive and they're owned by people that live in other countries. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. So if I was going to direct Sergeant Jones to go down in his cruiser would I tell him to go down to look at those yachts in Marina del Rey? Or would I tell him to look somewhere else? Maybe further south, Long Beach, San Pedro?
1: I feel like this, I almost, okay.
0: Between me and you would be Marina del Rey.
1: No, I feel like they're already like either, like there's some, I keep getting somewhere up north. Like oh. Santa Barbara. Like, like either, where? I'm sorry, say again. Santa Barbara.
0: Like so, so the ship's already sailed. I
1: have the, yes, I have the okay. chills over it. Okay. okay,
0: Santa Barbara, Oxnard, but Santa Barbara. There's ships in Santa Barbara Harbor, harbor, and you think the name of the owner is Prince or Princess? Kind of a name with a P, an R, an I, an N. But in so, on a boat.
1: Interesting, because I feel like they're going to leave the airport, like a private air, you know.
0: But where are they going to, are they trying to uh, affect the kidnapping and get the money? Because I know she's going to put up a lot of money to get them back. Is that what they're doing?
1: I don't think that they're doing it for that. I think they, there's some, I actually feel that somebody got paid a lot of money to do what they did or have access to that. I don't, I mean, not access, but. um, To accomplish that,
0: but. What's the motivation? Is it to extract money from this
1: owner? It almost feels like just to hurt her.
0: Feels like to hurt her. Uh, Is there a white car involved? Yeah, but it got switched. Got switched. And and they took the dogs to Santa Barbara, drove to Santa Barbara, or put them on a boat and they went to Santa Barbara?
1: Instead of Marina del Rey, I feel like they might have gone, like, out of Venice or something. I like okay. nice, and then, so drove, they,
0: like. Drove to Venice, got in a boat, went up to Santa Barbara. Something like that.
1: And then I see a plane. I have to go. I know you do.
0: <laughs> okay, well, let's just see how far we get with that.
1: I know. So there's a plane, there's a boat, there's a couple cars, there is. But the perpetrator, you think, is a Russian. Is that correct? I think the person that ends up with the dogs is Russian.
0: Okay. All right. I won't ask you to predict the future. We don't do that here. But I appreciate all of this. And, you know, who knows? It'll turn out it's Uncle Larry. And they were just giving you all these signals just to, to have some fun with you. Speaking of Larry, thank you, Larry King. We appreciate it. You're always welcome in our class. If you want to come back and chat at any time, please do. I hope you don't mind. I will then use your ability to interview to help me ask questions.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right,
0: very good. Jennifer, thank you for your talent and time. We appreciate it.
1: Wonderful seeing you, Richard.
0: Knock on wood, they'll find those dogs. Thank you, dear.
1: Hope so. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.